Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, August 8th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by my son, <laughs> Sarvati. Uh, and if you want to know what I looked like when I was 20 years old, that's what I looked like. <laughs> so see what happens. This is what you have to look forward to, Dawson. No, I'm, I'm keeping my hair. I'm doing good, but I'm keeping my hair just so you know that. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm with you. If you want to believe that, then, you know, more power to you. Um, but, you know, the reality will come someday. But anyway, uh, it is an awesome night here at DFS Coach Talk. We uh, had an incredible Major League Baseball evening. So we're recording this like in the middle of the night here on Friday uh, for the Saturday card. But uh, we had an awesome Major League Baseball sweat. Dawson helped me sweat it out. We actually had a shot at the 100K uh, contest in FanDuel, the $20 contest, uh, which we ended up being third uh, for uh, 10 grand takedown and uh, won some other uh, tournaments as well. So it was a fantastic night. Uh, our man Sugar Shane uh, did the NBA lineups today. We cashed in those. So, I mean, you know, it is just awesome. So exciting. So thanks for helping me sweat those out, Dawson. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was scary, but a few <laughs> things went wrong, but we'll settle. Not too bad. It's funny in baseball, though. We're like, we just need you to get on base, you know, Mr. Turner, any way you can. Get hit by the pitch, whatever. And doesn't he get, like, grazed his uniform? He gets hit by the pitch. So yeah. it's crazy game. All right, but we're here to talk about the NBA. This is our main sport here at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, we're ecstatic ab about the NBA bubble and being able to watch games 12 hours a day, basically. And uh, we have a, a great slate on Saturday. It's a five-game slate that starts at 1 p.m. Eastern, so noon here in Dallas. And it goes all the way through probably till about 10 o'clock at night because we've got uh, a triple header on TNT and then the other two games are also scattered in there. So we've got some some great info and things we want to go over uh, with here to get you ready for that line, uh, lineup to get set in the morning. So before we dive into that, real quickly, I want to uh, thank our presenting sponsors, MyBookie.ag. It's where the uh, you go for all of your sports wagering and casino action. Uh, you go to mybookie.ag or dfscoachtalk.com and uh, click on the MyBookie uh, link and put in the promo code COACHTALK, no space, all one word, COACHTALK, and you get a 100% match all the way up to $1,000 on your first deposit at MyBookie. And you also get a $25 free play just for being a DFS Coach Talk listener. And also, uh, our friends at TVG.com, uh, it is a big day tomorrow for, for TVG. Uh, they have the Traverse Stakes, which should be extremely uh, exciting to watch. Uh, they are the number one horse racing uh, place to go in the world. The watching and, and racing, uh, watching racing and betting on racing, it's all about TVG.com. And they have an incredible offer. If you go to our website or to TVG and promo code coach talk again you get a $300 risk-free bet so you put the 300 in your account play it on a horse you want to play the big race the Travers that's going to be on national TV 
If the horse loses, TVG gives you the 300 back. So it is a fantastic offer. I would highly recommend in going that direction. All right, we're fired up here. We're going to dive right into these games. Again, it's a five-game slate. Um, the What I'm going to do before we go directly into those games, uh, Dawson, I, I hate to put you through this. I always tell Andrew and, and uh, Shane the same thing, but I'm going to go through the injuries. And I know it takes a few seconds here to do it, but uh, there's so much movement in this. As you know, we've talked about it multiple times. You know, there's so many people either sitting out or they're not in the bubble or they left the bubble or it's COVID or it's an injury or, or they're resting players. We have nine million different things going on. And to get that edge that we supply at DFS Coach Talk, we want to stay on top of these things. So I'm going to run down this list and then we will pick your brain, Dawson, on these five matchups. All right. First one is not very uh, important. It's Troy Daniels, questionable for Denver. But Denver's, the reason I mention it is their guards are still down. Will Barton is out, Gary Harris is out, and Jamal Murray is questionable. He has not suited it up uh, with a sore hamstring, uh, you know, in quite some time. So, again, they're shorthanded there. So more of the Porter Jr. show, it looks like. Um, Aaron Baines is out. He's still having some issues uh, physically in his uh, pursuit to overcome COVID. He's recovering and he still has a few things that are bothering him. Uh, I didn't know, I don't know if you know this Dawson, but Kelly Oubre Jr. is listed as doubtful for this game, but I don't, uh, he is expected to play if Phoenix makes a playoff run uh, because of the long time out uh, with COVID, uh, he was able to, to heal up and so very, very uh, likely that he may get some time uh, when the playoffs start. So he'd be a big help to that Phoenix team who's 4-0 in the bubble right now. Uh, then we have Markeith Morris for the Lakers is probable. Alex Caruso, questionable 50-50. Dwight Howard, probable. And then it looks like it's rest day for the Pacers. They've got questionable tags on Doug McDermott, TJ Warren, and Miles Turner. So, again, those questionable tags, people have sore stuff because I think, uh, you know, coaches just want to rest some guys. Uh, Kendrick Nunn is out. He actually left the bubble today for personal reasons. So that changes things because Goran Dragic is still questionable. <laughs> so, you know, with those two guys out, it could be serious Tyler Hero time or, you know, a few other guys off of that bench for Miami. So something to play, uh, pay close attention to. Anthony Davis keeps his four-year streak alive of still being on the injury report, even though he is probable at 85%. Uh, LeBron James, though, is still questionable. Uh, he's, that groin is still sore and giving him some trouble. They have everything locked up. I can't imagine why they'd want to risk it and play him, but he is listed as 50-50. Pat Beverly is still out for... The Clippers, Hassan Whiteside is doubtful. Doesn't look like he's going to uh, be able to give it a go tomorrow. So uh, he strained his hip in that game. And then a couple of our Mavericks, Dawson, Dorian Finney-Smith and Seth Curry are both questionable. Uh, more so towards doubtful than questionable, actually. So we have to keep that into play 
uh, when we're looking at that rotation. And Jimmy Butler remains out for the third straight game with an injured foot. That's it. There we go. So that gives you all of the updated info going into tomorrow. And now we're going to attack the game. So the very first game, that 1 p.m. game, which is 12 Central, it's the L.A. Clippers at the <coughs> Portland Trailblazers. And our good friends at mybookie.ag have uh, all the lines up, not all the over-unders, but the lines are up. So in that first game, um, we have the L.A. Clippers minus three and a half. They're a favorite, even though Portland's been hot. And they do have the over-under up on that game, which is a really uh, high 234 for a Clippers game. Usually the, the, uh, they are not that uh, high for that game. So let me ask you this, Dawson. Um, is, are you going to you think a good play here is to stick? With this, with the Portland momentum, and you know, go to the Damian Damian Lillard's and Yusuf Nurkic's and some of the the power of Portland right now. Well, I think both of these teams are going to come out to play. I think both of these teams still want to win, especially Portland. And uh, in the starting lineup, we see Landry Shamit, and that just does not look good with that backcourt of Lillard and McCollum, whichever whichever one he ends up guarding. Uh, you know, I don't think he's going to be too effective on. So Lillard still could be a good play here if you can afford his price. And, uh, you know, with Nurkic and Collins, uh, the Clippers have been playing a lot of small ball. We've even seen Morris at center sometimes. So right. if you can fit one of those guys in, uh, you know, they could take advantage of the the small ball by the, the Clippers. Yeah, and, and they've been trying to do that, you know, almost half the game. You're right. They've been playing Jermichael Green. Uh, uh, Marcus Morris at center at times and rolling with, you know, the Kawhi and Paul George group. Now, the last game was the first time Shamit started a point, which was sort of shocking. Uh, we were expecting Reggie Jackson to just fill that role, but he did come off the, the bench and was was pretty effective. So, you know, I'm not on the Shamit bandwagon. I think Jackson uh, coming off the bench really lessens his appeal. Um, Kawhi's been playing fantastic basketball and he's been logging a lot of minutes. Um, so, you know, I know he's very expensive and we got a lot of, uh, pay up guys on this slate. Uh, but you know, you can always consider Kawhi or Paul George in any situation. I wouldn't look back at Zubac. I mean, he had the perfect game against, uh, a Mavericks team that can't defend the center in the paint. And he was a perfect 10 for 10 from the field that was definitely a ceiling game for him. So I would steer from uh, Zubac. And then, like you said, Dawson, they may go small ball as well. Uh, what I will say, though, is with Whiteside being out, uh, I think Yusuf Nurkic is a huge play because uh, the best point you made here was both of these teams still want to win. They're jockeying uh, the Clippers for position. I think they want to avoid playing the Rockets in the first round or trying to lock down where they are, I think they'd rather play the Mavericks, uh, honestly. So they're going to try to uh, win. And and this Trailblazers are still fighting to just get in this hunt in the playoffs. So uh, what do you think about Nurkic uh, as a strong play tomorrow? I agree. Uh, we haven't seen Portland really go too small. I think if Whiteside's out, all of his minutes are going to go to Nurkic uh, for the most part. And uh, I would, I agree with you on Zubach. I don't think he's a good play at all. 
you know, Zubac is really effective when the other team's interior is just weak, and we saw against the Mavericks they took advantage of that. But in a game like this against Nurkic, I don't think uh, he's the play to make. And I also wanted to add um, Reggie Jackson I wouldn't completely uh, disregard. I think that they could slot him in in a few lineups to match up with the Portland backcourt. Because you can expect, of course, Lillard and McCollum to play such heavy minutes. I think he's a much better defensive option than Shamit. Yeah, and and Lillard and McCollum aren't exactly uh, strong defenders. So if Jackson gets a a 30-minute run, you know, he could be a real value play on this card for sure. Um, And again, you know, the question is how who's going to guard Lillard, and how are they going to do that? You know, I I can't imagine. Uh, maybe they'll put Paul George on him. I mean, that's possible. I mean, it, the last time uh, I remember Paul George guarding uh, uh, Mr. Lillard, he was given the old, you know, this deal, like, and the and the smile face. So, may, you know, if Paul Paul George certainly probably remembers that, and I think he's going to want to defend him tough. So I don't know if Lillard's the, the best pay-up guy here. I have a tendency to feel stronger about Nurkic. All right, let's move on to game two. We've got the Utah Jazz at the Denver Nuggets, 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central game. Right now, this is a pretty even game. The Jazz are a one-point favorite, uh, no line on the over-under here. I assume it'll be, uh, you know, somewhere in the 220 range. Uh, Utah definitely uh, can slow it down at times, although they have been speeding up a little bit. Denver, with you know, without all their guards, their rotation's been a little bit different as well. Um, you know, the the big question in this game is who the heck's going to play, uh, and that's what we're going to have to uh, really watch closely. Right now, we have Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, and Royce O'Neal all questionable. Uh, that's the newest tag that's on them. I don't know if they're giving guys rest or if they're going to go ahead and play them. Uh, they may bring them back in this game, but it's just something that we need to confirm, uh, you know, before the game. So, you know, as we always preach here on DFS Coach Talk, the three-step process is what is bringing us these big wins and takedowns, and that's checking out the the podcast and then following us on Twitter uh, throughout the day and jumping in Discord throughout the day to see, uh, you know, changes in lineups players, you know, they're ruled out and in all of those kind of things. So uh, you definitely want, you know, to tune in to us there. Uh, you can reach any of us at DFS Coach Talk on Twitter. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Our other two NBA pros are uh, Andrew Hansen, who's at Language Olympic, and Mr. Shane, super Sugar Shane is at DET Sports Shane. All right, follow us there. We'll get these this uh, straightened out as we go. But I guess the, the to cut to the chase here, I know, and, and I'll admit it right now again, I'm never going to live it down. I, I talked a bunch of trash about Porter to uh, Andrew on one of our podcasts, and it was the night before he decided to have three all-star performances in a row. And I'm going to give you credit, Dawson, because back when he was at Missouri, you were touting Porter. You you thought he should have been picked a lot higher, even though he was injured, because you thought this, that he could be a star. So I'll give you credit there. But do you think at 
you know, they've raised his price, but not quite to the level of what he's playing. Would you uh, roster him here against the Jazz? Uh, I don't really like Porter Jr. in this game uh, wow. for the reasons that Joe Ingles and Royce O'Neal, if he plays, are two uh, great perimeter defenders. I think they can both stick with Porter in, in a game like this. Um, and also, this game has massive uh, blowout potential. If none of these starters for the Jazz play, I mean, their bench has, has looked very bad in the bubble. So uh, I, I wouldn't land on Porter, especially because of that raised price. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, you know, the other thing is, I think Porter's going to be ridiculously owned. I think from just that ownership uh, perspective as well. I really don't like this game at all, and it's hard to really put it into, uh, you know, any type of DFS, uh, you know, kind of order or rostering because we don't know who's going to be in and who's going to be out. I will say, if Jamal Murray sits again. I do think Monte Morris is a decent option. He's a nice player that stayed at a low price. And if Murray doesn't play, he's going to get the majority of those point guard minutes. Um, You know, if Donovan Mitchell does determine he's going to play, he's got to face up against Torrey Craig, who is another fantastic perimeter defender. Uh, So this game just seems like a lot of of headaches. Uh, Gobert and, and the Joker will... We'll battle a little bit, but they're both very expensive. So, uh, you know, let's get the news on this tomorrow. Definitely jump in our Discord. Uh, uh, join us, dfscoachtalk.com. Uh, we'll get you in there right away, and, and then we'll we'll really take a, a deep dive on this game uh, throughout the morning. But as of now, for me, I'm going to pass on this game. Do you think that's a wise move? I completely agree. I mean, uh, I wouldn't build your lineup around this game at all, of course. If there's a few guys that fit your lineup and your price range that are a good bang for their buck, uh, you can maybe take a chance on them. But I would also uh, factor in the blowout potential of this game. Exactly. All right, game three, L.A. Lakers at the Indiana Pacers. It is a 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 central game. Right now the Lakers are an eight-point favorite. And the over-under is only 217.5. And I think the reason for that is uh, we very well may not have LeBron James for this game. He's questionable. And the incredible T.J. Warren that's been scoring like a maniac and Miles Turner, both are questionable. And, you know, I've got to mention this T.J. Warren thing, Dawson, because you and I talked about this back at, at the time. We wanted the Mavericks to get him. Phoenix gave away T.J. Warren to the Pacers and gave the Pacers a second-round pick to take his contract off their hands. So here's a guy that was given away for nothing, and look at this. He's been, like, possibly the player of of the bubble this whole entire time, maybe the very best. Sort of crazy, you know? Uh, But as far as this game goes, you know, we've got to see what those injuries— I mean, that's going to affect everything. On the the Lakers' side— uh, if James sits, uh, you know, we have to we have to look at a couple of different things there. You know, Anthony Davis becomes more of a play because of the usage aspect, um, you know, and he's going to generally pick up the majority of that slack. Uh, you can try to find another Laker in the bunch here, but it's just it's so hard to scrape the bottom of the barrel here and hope that a, a Caldwell Pope or Caruso or Green or McGee or Howard or somebody 
that's playing, uh, you know, can can make a contribution. So, you know, I'm sort of tired of looking for the scraps from the Lakers. I think if you want to play Davis, it makes perfect sense, especially if LeBron sits. And uh, but again, you know, he's he's extremely costly. He's the third most expensive guy on the board. As far as the the Pacers go, um, I'm a big Malcolm Brogdon guy. I think he's playing terrific ball. Um, I think that, you know, he'll get out there and, and have a decent game. Indiana's with, with Warren and Turner, if they're out, uh, that usage has to go somewhere. Um, Aaron Holiday, again, hit, hit and miss. He splits time with his brother. Uh, Oladipo just hasn't been himself, himself since he came back from the injury. I'm, I'm not even sure he should be playing, to be honest with you. But uh, that's something, you know, that you need to look at, you know, guys like Justin Holiday do come into play and, and some of the bench guys for the Pacer, Pacers, you're going to get a mixture of Goga and a bunch of the bigs. You know, I probably wouldn't advise going there because it's going to be a lot of split minutes. It's sort of a rest game uh, for the ma- majority for the Pacers. So, again, I don't think this is a real stackable game. I do, I do like Brogdon and Davis on those two sides. What do you, what do you think about this game? Well, real quick, I wanted to ask you, uh, how confident are you that Davis will play more than 25 minutes this game? You know, he's been playing every time he's played, he's he's exceeded 25 minutes. So, you know, I my assumption is this. He plays plays like 32 minutes and then they probably give him the next game off. They'll sit him out with a sore, you know, ear, whatever. But uh, that's that's my my feeling here. You know, I don't think they'll just play him, you know, 15, 20 minutes and shut him down. They if he's going to rev it up, I think they're going to let him play. It seems that seems to be the pattern Vogel's followed in the bubble. I agree. If we have no LeBron in this game and Davis does play, I think, yeah, around the 30 minute mark is probably what they'll give him. And I think he matches up very well against the Pacers. TJ Warren there at the four. Of course, the Lakers have been putting him at the five a lot. But if JaVale plays, and uh, I think Dwight is questionable, correct? Yeah. Yeah, and if Dwight plays alongside, I think we can see Davis have some more minutes at the four, which I think will be pretty hard for the the Pacers to guard. Yeah, and, you know, if Turner doesn't play, even when, when AD switches to the five, which he generally plays about half the game at the five, you know, I don't. I'm not sure they're going to be able to stop him. How the heck is Goga or some of those bench guys going to come out and guard Davis? That's going to be a tough matchup. Mm-hmm. So, I have no problem paying up. Uh, you know, if you look at Anthony Davis, he's the fourth highest priced guy uh, at 10-3. Uh, they have him listed as questionable on DraftKings. So, don't be surprised. This is why it's it's absolutely crucial that you follow us uh, on Twitter and then in our Discord because. You know, this is certainly the kind of thing that the Lakers do. All of a sudden, you know, an hour before the game or whatever, they'll say we're going to, you know, Davis has a sore, you know, knee. We're going to let him sit this game. So I would not plug Davis into your lineup and then not worry about it tomorrow. you got to look and make sure he's playing. Uh, I agree. And if he, uh, go ahead. Sorry, I just wanted to say, on a slate like this as well, I mean – just from the first game, you can take Kawhi, Paul George, Damian Lillard. If you want a big money guy, I mean, I think there's more reliable options that will probably get you a better value than Davis at around 30 minutes. 
It very well could be. And, and you know, if Davis does happen to sit, that changes the whole complex of that game as well. Then you've got to consider guys like Kuzma and, you know, even a Waiters or Pope because somebody's going to have to score if, if LeBron and Davis sit. But as of now, if Davis sits and they look to point him to that 30-minute mark, he's 10-3 on DraftKings and he's uh, 9-4, which is, I think, too cheap uh, on FanDuel. So certainly something uh, to consider there. But, you know, again, at this point, you know, you got to look at the teams that this, you know, they, they have a lot of meaning in these games because, you know, even though it's only an eight game stint for all these teams, there are teams that have things locked up and there are teams that are fighting. And those are the teams you want to really stack people, which leads me to this game, the Phoenix Suns and the Miami Heat. It's a 6.30 Eastern, 5.30 Central game. And the Phoenix Suns, 4-0 in the bubble, playing great, playing for that playoff run. And you've got the Miami Heat, who are going to be without none, and I'm pretty sure without Drogic, uh, which it, this there's so much value in this game. Whether you want to go Hero or Duncan Robinson, uh, you know, I would, I would not uh, play Bam, though. Bam just... The last couple of games hasn't looked right to me. And, you know, with Aiton patrolling the center area, I think, you know, you got to be a little concerned there. But I think those you could play a couple of the guards from the Heat at a super value price. And then I, I don't have any problem on a slate where I'm not stacking a lot of expensive guys of going back to Booker and Aiton once again. Booker and Aiton have been terrific. Phoenix has a ton of momentum right now. They are not going to take their foot off the gas pedal. This should be a competitive game. Uh, right now, it's the Heat are a two and a half point favorite. So, you know, it's gonna it, it should be a, a good game. Now, another guy that I've rostered the last two times that I also love in this game is Cam Johnson. He is just all you know. He in a, a much smaller way, he's sort of been a Michael Porter Jr. for the for the Suns. If you look at his stats in this 4-0 uh, time frame, <clears throat> he's been over 30 fantasy points every game, uh, contributing scoring and all the way around. So, uh, you know, I, I've made a lot of money in this uh, restart uh, rostering and stacking some suns, and I don't see any reason to stop now. Um, you know, I think Booker's for sure in play, Cam at a value, and DeAndre – and then I have no problem coming back on the the Heat side with a hero, a Duncan Robinson, uh, or even a, a, a really reduced price Kelly Olynyk, who's been very effective. I mean, they played. They haven't played uh, Miles. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the big fella. Uh, oh, Miles Leonard. Miles Leonard. He hasn't even seen the floor. So it's been the you know Kelly Kelly Osho that as far as that goes. So this is my key game of the day. Uh, I, you know, this is where I'm going to have probably half my lineup, and I think it's valid because I think this will be a hard-fought game, and I and I know Phoenix wants to, you know, go the limit to win it. Yeah, the only thing I would add there, because I mostly agree with you, is I I don't mind Bam at 7,400 on DraftKings. That I is think a good if you want to if you want to play a little bit riskier lineup, I think Bam, you know, he's a most points that night potential type guy. Yeah. Um, 
It is a very good price. I agree with you, Booker. I mean, no Jimmy Butler this game to guard him on the perimeter. Well, that's the key. Yeah, it's. Mm. I mean, he's a fade with if Butler plays, but Butler's not playing. You're right. And Cam Johnson, I mean, there's no differences. The the Suns are still trying to win every single game. They're still healthy. I think uh, no reason to stop taking Cam as well. Who who do you think the Heat are going to put on Booker? Uh, Jay Crowder, possibly. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if he can stay with them though. Is Iguodala getting any minutes as well? He, off the bench. Off I think bench. he could be a matchup for him in the fourth quarter as well. He looks like um, he's lost a step to me though. I think he's. He's, uh, you know, he got the two-year money grab from the Heat, but I think he's a little washed. But, I, I, mean, I think looking at the starting lineup, I don't yeah. think Duncan Robinson has a chance that he's going to guard him. No. Uh, and they would much rather have him on bridges you know, either way. So Crowder could definitely guard him, and uh, I think he could all off the bench as well. Not I don't expect Tyler Hero. You don't think Hero either? I don't think yeah. they would give him that assignment yet, no. See, and that's the thing. That's why I love Booker, because I, I think they're having a big problem here matching up with him. You know, it's they're so used to just plugging Butler in against the other team's best perimeter player. And with no Butler and then you lose none on top of that. Uh, I just I don't see how they're going to control Booker at all. So I'm with you on that one. No doubt about it. All right. Let's go to the last game. Our home team that has been very frustrating uh, recently. It is the Milwaukee Bucks and the Dallas Mavericks. The Bucks are a five and a half point favorite, and uh, there's no over under yet in this game, but it's going to be high because the Bucks are high scoring. Mavs are the number one offense in the league. Um, as far as the Bucks go, you never know what to expect. Who's he going to rest? Is it going to be a rest game? Is it going to be minimum minutes for guys? You know, Coach Bud does a great job managing his players and keeping them all fresh and healthy, but he is not a DFS-friendly coach because you don't know what he's going to do as far as resting guys. So I'm I'm terrified to play the Bucks guys uh, just because they are pretty costly and you don't know how, how long they're going to play. They've already got first place locked up, you know, and they're, they're set. Now, on the Mavs side... You know, if Curry and Finney Smith sit, which is very likely, uh, you know, obviously the Mavs are trying to win. They're trying to avoid the Clippers uh, in the first round. So, you know, I guess the big question here is, and being a Mavs guy as well, uh, do you go to Luca and Porzingis or one or the other? Uh, Porzingis has been better than Luca, but... I think if you're looking at this game and you're trying to pick a star, a big money guy, I think Giannis honestly is the one you should gravitate towards. Um, really, there's no matchup for him here. You know, Dorian Finney-Smith would uh, be assigned towards him, but he's questionable. And off the bench, Maxi Kleba is probably who they'll go with most of that game. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's 100% you take Giannis over Luka. You save money and... Uh, I mean, he might only play 28, 29 minutes, but that's what he's played all season. So hard I to think Giannis is a fine can, pick here. Isn't it hard to believe that you can say you can roster Giannis and save money by not playing Luka? Isn't it? I mean, it's how ridiculous. can Giannis not be the highest priced guy? Now, he is on FanDuel, but he's not on DraftKings. He's second highest. And here's the thing with Giannis. He's going to break the all-time record 
for DFS points per minute this season, even in the you know uh, finished up eight game abbreviated season. The guy's unbelievable. I agree with you. For if he plays 25 minutes against Dallas, you know that's probably 35, 40 points minimum. But I don't know if I want to pay 10-8 or 11-1 on FanDuel for a guy that I think can get 40 DFS points. Do you think he, in a game like this, could get the 65-70 like he can you know, get in a regular game? I think if we can see uh, Zubac go off against the Mavs interior, I think that Giannis has a much better chance of doing that. Uh, I, would, I would take him over Luka. I'll say that. I don't think he's an immediate roster, but I think if he plays his normal minutes, uh, he's going to be insanely effective. Yeah, I mean, if he plays his normal minutes, he'll just murder the Mavs inside, no doubt about it. Penetrating, rebounding, uh, the whole nine year, nine yards, they have no answer for him. Well, nobody has an answer for Giannis, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you can certainly pay up and have that late night sweat in that game for sure. Uh, you know, the, the question is, you know, do you have to chew your fingernails off hoping they don't, you know, sit them the second half? That's that's my only concern. And I'm really from the school of thought, you know, Dawson, in these last couple games of, you know, I want to play guys that I am pretty darn sure, unless they're in foul trouble or get hurt, are going to log a good 35 minutes because the team needs to win or, or be effective. So, I'm going to, I think rather than go the Giannis route like that, I would prefer to go to the bookers and those guys that are really trying to win. So I'm with you on that. You know, it's, it's hard price wise to look at these guys. I do think the way Porzingis has been playing um, at 8,400 is a very fair price. I mean, he's scoring like crazy, rebounding, getting some blocks. Uh, I, I would roster Porzingis before I would roster Luca, believe it or not. And I think Porzingis is still an option. I agree with that. Porzingis has been phenomenal. Uh, he's the only guy on the team that's been able to hit a three. Uh, I also wanted to add, I said a little bit before, but uh, as long as Giannis is in there, Maxi Kleba, not if, he will be the only guy that guards him if they're both in the game. And uh, yeah. I can we can expect a lot of minutes from him, especially if Finney Smith doesn't play. He's... I think, uh, you know, he hasn't done anything thus far, but he hasn't been getting the minutes that he's been used to, and he's insanely cheap. So I think that's a, a great value play just on minutes alone. You can expect him to play. Well, you're not familiar with it because you haven't done a lot of podcasts with us, but that can be your secret squirrel pick. <laughs> we have, everybody grabs a secret squirrel each day, and I think Maxi Kleba definitely fits that bill. Uh, you know, as a secret squirrel pick uh, without question. So, yeah, you know, you know, it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be a high scoring game. There'll be a lot of DFS points in this game. No doubt about it. I mean, you know, I I wouldn't blame anybody for for uh, rostering, uh, you know, a couple guys on each side here. It's just it's going to become a salary situation in determining where you want to spend the majority of your dollars. You know, if uh, you know, to, just to go back on a few guys, you know, if, if, if LeBron sits, AD is such a great pay-up guy. Booker's a great pay-up guy uh, as well, I think, as Aiton. And, uh, you know, then you've got, you know, Kawhi in a, a really sharp spot right there. Same with Dame uh, and, and Nurkic. 
So you got, you know, there's a good six, seven guys that are high priced guys and you can't roster all of them. So, uh, you know, I, it should be, you know, I'll probably, as I'm build, building my early lineups, go more of a, as they call it, stars and scrubs, because there's value you can get in my secret squirrel again for the second in a row. And I still can call him that is Tyler Hero. He was like 1% owned the last time. But, you know, a guy, if you can get some really inexpensive guys like, you know, a Tyler Hero, uh, or you know, and, and fill in those spots, you can then stack a few of the guys, maybe A.D. and Lillard or a Porzingis, and, and make it work, uh, you know, and hopefully those big guys, you know, get their 60 and, and you get uh, fill in from the rest to, to be effective. So I think it's a great card. It's very intriguing, very uh, you know, extremely competitive, and there's going to be uh, a big edge for us in watching very closely uh, who's going to sit, you know, any coach talk that comes out with minutes played, all the different aspects of, of how that can be. So it's going to be very interesting. A couple things I want to mention, and we'll get some last thoughts here. Uh, again, I want to thank our, our presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag and tvg.com. You can find both of them on our website, dfscoachtalk.com, and uh, Coach Talk, all one word, no space, for both uh, promo codes. Also, again, catch us on uh, YouTube. If you're watching us now on YouTube, uh, a thumbs up and a subscribe would really, really be helpful for us. It helps us move up in the search algorithms with uh, YouTube. So, we appreciate that. We're also doing a monthly drawing for anybody that listens to us, the audio version, where everywhere uh, podcasts can be heard from iTunes to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Podbean, you name it, we're, we're there. I heart as well. So if you go to iTunes and give us a five star and a quick comment, we're going to have a drawing at the end of August for a one month free membership. Uh, and all you have to do is qualify is, is knock five stars up there uh, and a quick comment. Uh, on Instagram, we're DFS underscore Coach Talk. And if you want to join in on the fun, uh, you know, we took down about 15 grand tonight for the DFS Coach Talk team uh, for our pros. And you know, we have several members posting. Um, you know, we had a, a new member join us. I'm real fired up about uh, the cash for almost four grand. So we're, we're having a blast here. So join us by just jumping on DFSCoachTalk.com. You can join for a week, a month, or you could join for a year. Check us out. Uh, our pricing is really good, and we put out a quality product. We're in there 30 minutes before lock for every slate. We cover everything Major League Baseball, NBA, NFL, and PGA. And we do seven-day-a-week podcasts for the NBA, and we uh, do a golf podcast every Wednesday. So that pretty much sums it up. Uh, our charity of choice here at DFS Coach Talk is mambaon3.org. Spelled out, that's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E.org. A wonderful charity set up by the Bryan family. So I think that is about it. Son, how... Uh, do you have any final basketball knowledge to rain upon our members? 
nothing uh, specifically. I like the Blazers-Clippers game. Uh, it seems to be the only reliable game where both teams are going to come to play. So maybe yeah. look to stack that one possibly. But other than that, no no final thoughts. Well, two, 234 over-under in that game makes it very stackable. And, you know, I think that that's a good way to go. I I sort of like the bookend games. I like the first game and the last game as well. The Clippers, Blazers, uh, certainly going to stack some Suns. And then I think you have to have some exposure to that Bucks uh, mavericks game because it could be like a 130 to 120 kind of deal. So uh, certainly something to check out. All right, sir. Well, I appreciate you jumping in with me tonight. Um, Sugar Shane is going to be around this week. He'll be doing some shows. Andrew uh, was off today uh, with some family stuff, having some fun. Uh, he missed out on the fun in our baseball, so we get to make fun of him tomorrow for missing out on that. But he'll be back with me tomorrow uh, when we, we catch the next NBA podcast. So appreciate everybody listening in. And, uh, you know, definitely jump back in here in the morning uh, on Twitter and Discord so we can get these lineups straightened out. And uh, that will do it. So uh, thanks again for joining us and spending some time with us. We will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.